You're listening to Once, episode 227, Once Upon a Time Fan Appreciation Day. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and while it may seem like I am alone, I'm not today, because this is a special event that we're doing in collaboration with Blab.im for their Podcast Fan Appreciation Day, and we are giving this opportunity for our fans of Once Upon a Time and of our Once Upon a Time podcast to join us in this conversation. So you're going to be hearing a whole bunch of ideas and theories and likes and dislikes and reviews and maybe some complaints and maybe some praises, all kinds of things, talking with the fans about this TV show that we love and we podcast about normally over at oncepodcast.com. So if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please do subscribe. We're really looking forward to the return of Once Upon a Time, which will be soon but not soon enough as this is quite a long hiatus. I hope you enjoyed that episode we recently had with greetings from Storybrooke, the round table. It was a very long episode, but you've got plenty of time to get through it. So we will be talking about all things once upon a time. Our rules are simple that I've already communicated with our chat room. So they are ready to go. There might be some stuff that I'll pull in from the chat room, some conversations that we'll be having and some answers to questions and such. But we will start the conversation off right away with Jared. Hey, Jared, thanks for joining me. Hey, no problem. Always got to help. So what do you want to talk about once upon a time tonight? So the only issue I have with once upon a time is what happened to a... Lily's father, you know, the the writers just just dropped the storyline for no apparent reason. Yeah, well, the Lily Maleficent thing, that whole thing they did drop, I think that Lily's father might come back into this in some way. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping, too. I thought they would explain it this season. Yeah, they might, because we've got everyone going, well, our main characters going to the underworld, and that leaves... Uh A lot of secondary characters back in Storybrooke. Maybe we'll see Lily and Maleficent in Storybrooke. Or I do kind of even wonder, what if Lily's father is in the underworld too? Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) That's a, you know, we're not writers. We can guess all we want. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, since everyone in Once Upon a Time is connected, do you have any theories on who Lily's father might be? Well, the... I'm on Facebook a lot, so there's been a a lot of theories that might be Shrek, they might do Shrek, they might do this, you know, but I just really hope we get the storyline. I mean, I I really don't care who's her father, it just, it has to be somebody, I don't care who. Yeah. Now, I noticed, by the way, you're wearing one of the great looking t-shirts from oncepodcast.com slash t-shirt. Yeah, I also got the rumpled stillskin one. Cool. What do you think about going to the underworld did that excite you did it oh. uh, did you think oh really what'd you think no i'm i'm like jacqueline i'm i'm a big historical buff i mean going to the underworld is is great i just uh, i agree with jacqueline i mean i really i really do hope they stick with the greek mythology not an alternate version of it you know same thing with hercules same thing with meg you know stick to the original storyline don't make it like arthur <laughs> 
they probably will give their once upon a time spin on it. But uh, the thing that bothers me about going to the underworld is the lack of dead is dead anymore. Yeah. Other than that, if we treated the underworld as this is a temporary place people go, so they're not they're not truly dead. They're just sent to the underworld until they die or something like that. I would be more okay with it. But they're breaking that core rule of dead is dead and you can't bring people back from the dead. And I think they probably know that. They've probably at this point received enough feedback, but it's probably too late for whatever they're recording. But maybe they'll address that in some way. I don't know. Yeah, who who knows? Again, there have been a lot of fan theories like, oh, we're going to bring Neil back and Neil's going to come on the show again. I'm like, really? If Neil is already on the show, we already know. Yeah, uh, they could do a lot with who they would bring back or who we'll see in the underworld. And certainly episode 100 is coming up. And I have heard some really cool things about episode 100, not plot point spoilers, but character spoilers. And I am looking forward to it. And that's all I'll say without uh, running into our spoiler policy. Yeah, so so will I. I I'm not going to. Besides the cliffhanger, I don't know anything else. (laughs) Well, Jared, thank you very much for joining us. And also, thank you for getting that Once Upon a Time t-shirt. It looks great on you. And hey, if you, listening right now, don't have a Once Upon a Time t-shirt, you got to check it out because there are some great t-shirts over there. Go to oncepodcast.com slash t-shirts, and that takes you over to TeePublic. We've partnered with them and curated what we think are the best Once Upon a Time t-shirts over there. So if you go to oncepodcast.com slash t-shirts and make a purchase, then that does help support the podcast as well. And there is a sale coming up on those t-shirts January 27th through the 31st. So if you go over to oncepodcast.com slash t-shirts, all of the t-shirts will be on sale and we'd love to see you in one of those shirts. So get a photo of you wearing the shirt and send it to us, tweet it to us, whatever. All of our contact information is over at oncepodcast.com. In the chat room and while we were recording, uh, Katie was asking about when Once Upon a Time would return to Netflix in the United Kingdom. And the cool thing that we learned from this is Netflix UK actually gets new episodes the Wednesday after they air in the United States. Whereas in the United States, Netflix doesn't have the Once Upon a Time TV show until usually after the discs have been released. So probably it's averaged in September, uh, in around September in the United States for Netflix to have then the entire season. But in Netflix UK, they're getting episode by episode, which is really cool. So since Once Upon a Time Season 5 returns on uh, March 6th here in the United States, Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Make sure you're ready for it. And there might be some little preview or special just before that. I don't know for sure yet, but there might be. Uh, But since it returns on March 6th, I would imagine that Netflix in the United Kingdom would have the episode then the Wednesday after that. Now I'm joined by Jay. Thank you very much for coming on, Jay. Thanks a lot, Daniel. I uh, I love love the show. I love to to come on here and uh, and talk about Once Upon a Time. You know what I want to talk about is Bell. Okay. And how frustrating their use of that character has been. Hmm. 
it's just infuriating to me. Now, when you say their use, do you think she's underused, overused, misused? Which way? Oh, you know, misused. I mean, she's, she should be a, a smart character. And the way they constantly have her being, you know, not realizing what's going on, being fooled again and again and again. This end of the season at that last episode of that half season, it was just infuriating. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. She is smart when it comes to books and all of that. And they show that she figures things out. She finds things. She's a great researcher, but she can never tell when Rumple is lying to her, which he no. seems to always do. Yeah. And they've done this story kind of again and again and again of him, you know, lying to her, doing stuff, you know, that's obviously, you know, that if they're supposed to be some one of the kind of true love stories it's hard to kind of kind of root for either of them when they just continuously do the same kind of, you know, back and forth with her being fooled every single time. It it diminishes her, you know, as kind of a powerful character on the show, I think. What do you think about this latest twist with Rumpel being the dark one again? The only thing I can think is that it's time to move on, you know, and that she should just she should just leave him. You know, because I was not, you know, that was not my favorite story either, to be honest, because I we spent this whole half season building up Rumple and, you know, bringing, so, showing some kind of redemptive arc. And it felt like what was the kind of purpose of it if we're going to simply just go back to where we where we started? It just didn't seem much like there was much kind of progress in the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, there's an article I'll mention in a little bit more from TV Fanatic that said, quote, Robert Carlyle's Mr. Gold was once a treat to watch, but the back and forth between good and evil is just getting old. Yeah, you know, I mean, the only thing I can hope is that maybe they just have him go all evil. I mean, that's really the only kind of thing left for him to do. And maybe we can get him in the gold shiny makeup a little bit more because he's always fun like that. That's that's him actually at his funnest. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love seeing him as Rumpelstiltskin. And maybe we'll get to see that in Storybrooke now that he's the dark one of all dark ones. But The back and forth, that's the thing I don't like. I don't necessarily mind him still being the dark one, but it's the back and forth part of it that I don't like. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. It's uh, it it doesn't allow us to kind of see progress in the character because it's kind of this you know two steps forward, one step back, one step back again, two steps forward, Uh, (laughs) and it's just uh, it's well, I guess we'll have to see see where it goes, you know, with the with the underworld story. But boys, it was a little bit a little bit of a step back, I thought, in at least in that final episode because I actually really enjoyed the stuff with him, you know, leading up to that. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we'll have to see. And uh, what do you think about going to the underworld? You know, I mean, I think it allows some some kind of fun. You know, I, I like the fact that we'll be able to see, you know, whatever we'll be able to see down there. I think it could be fun. I'm curious to see how long it's going to last, you know, because they have all these open stories. You know, they left all the Camelotians, you know, there uh, are, are still open. We have the whole thing with Lily and Maleficent. Uh, so I wonder how long it's going to last or if this is going to be kind of a uh, a quick pop in. Let's see how it goes. Boy, that was really kind of neat. And then we just kind of move on. I really agree with what Matthew Paul said in the chat room. He said it would have been more fascinating to see Rumpel continue to cope as a mortal man without magic, not go back to his addiction. 
Yeah, that would have been fascinating. It would have been something new for us to see see with him. Now, the character Emily Duravan is pregnant in real life. Do you think they'll bring that into Once Upon a Time? I would not be surprised. You know, I mean, it would seem to kind of be a, a way to, oh, you know, here, Rumpel goes back to the dark side. But, oh, here's a reason, a way to pull him back. Uh, it's a little bit unsavory, though. It's, you know, it's uh, not the kind of... You shouldn't have to be like, oh, well, well, now I'll come back. You're going to have a baby, I guess. Otherwise, I would have been evil. But it's just a good reason to come back. <laughs> well, uh, But, you know, this show, they love to do parent stories, uh, you know, parent-child stories. I think it's a favorite thing they, for them to do. So, I do wonder, there's this little idea in the back of my head. You remember how uh, in the Camelot storyline, we learned from the conversation between Emma and Merlin that all of the power of the darkness is too much for someone to wield for good. What if Rumple is able to do that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I agree. That was one of the things that you could, I, I started wondering last season if who, who that could be. I thought at first I was like, Oh, maybe that's how this will end. Will be Merlin will be the one person who is, you know, uh, strong enough to hold both of them. But obviously that didn't work out. Uh, so, but yeah, maybe so. Maybe, you know, I mean, I, I, they could use that to bring him back, I suppose, you know, and, and actually allow him to have some kind of forward progress to get him back with Bell, uh, where he's a little bit more of a, you know, dark and the light kind of a kind of a character. Yeah, we'll see. One more thing for you. I was really kind of fascinated this past season a little bit with the Arthur story. You know, one of the things I always thought about that was, because it was a little bit surprising to see this character who is almost always a fairly good character and for them to really make him a pretty much just a villain, you know, a kind of a petulant, petty villain, you know, most of, most of the season. I kind of found it fascinating that so much of Once Upon a Time has been about bad guys or people who are traditionally evil characters and showing that they can become good. I kind of like the fact that they actually went and they did kind of the reverse with him a little bit with here's a guy who's traditionally a good guy and we'll have him actually go bad. I just thought it was kind of a neat kind of thing that I think that they might have thought like I can see that as a writer room kind of a discussion. Boy, we keep having all these, you know, people for go from, you know, good to you know bad to good. Let's do it the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, true. And uh, we'd certainly know that the way stories are often told, depending on how stories are recorded, it's usually the best of the person is told as a story. And that's, I guess, the approach they're taking with Once Upon a Time is what we know of Arthur is the best of him and his noble things, but not necessarily what he was, at least in the Once Upon a Time universe. I think there are characters we've seen go bad also like, well, uh, we saw Pan, Rumpel's father, go kind of go bad. Yes, he had that heart of badness already and the selfishness already, but then he fully committed to it. And that's when he became Pan. And we've seen Rumpel go bad. Yeah, but I would say that, you know, when you take a look at both of those characters, neither of them are traditionally pure good characters like arthur really is in the stories outside outside of once upon a time right i mean rumpelstiltskin's never really a good character in the fairy tales and pan is more of a cautionary tale in most stories we often think of pan as this kind of fun child but he's a real kind of a lesson character 
that isn't really necessarily a good guy. I mean, what he's done, you know, he, he doesn't want to grow up and that's really not a good thing. But Arthur is almost always a pure good character. Uh, so I thought that they just, I think it was something a little bit, little bit different, a little bit new, at least. Uh, it was a neat, neat take. I'd never seen a take like that of him, really. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you very much, Jay, for joining me for this conversation. And uh, yeah, the once upon a time spin on things. That's the approach they take to a lot of stuff. I think that's what makes the stories interesting. Yes, a lot of times I feel like I'm going, wait, no, that's not how it went. Or, or no, that's not the character's motivation. Or that's not at all what that character is like. But they're telling their story here. And they're giving us a different twist. And that's what makes this a lot of fun. While some others are waiting to get in line and join us for the conversation here, I want to share an article that was sent to us. It is from TV Fanatic. It says 12 worst shows on TV in 2015. And which show did they peg as the number one worst show? Once Upon a Time. They said Once Upon a Time used to be really good, but the quality has continued to decline each season and is now nearly unwatchable. I'd say, what? The, quote, twist, unquote, that Marion was actually Zelina was grown-worthy, and this season has been no better. Okay, I disagree with that big time. I feel like the twist with Marion was great in that they planted clues throughout the season, and in the previous season even, and uh, I think it was cool to bring back a villain like that. And it made total sense. I don't think it was groundworthy. So I definitely disagree with TV Fanatic. And I do not think Once Upon a Time is the worst show on TV. But continuing on in the little excerpt here, they say, quote, Jennifer Morrison has turned in her worst acting of the series trying to be the dark one. And the whole Camelot storyline was simply boring, unquote. Again, I disagree. I think Jennifer Morrison has done a cool job. Uh, her being the dark one. I think was a little bit of Jennifer Morrison being Emma Swan pretending to be the dark one in order to make Hook not know that he was the dark one. So I can forgive if it seemed like there was bad acting because Jennifer Morrison is a great actress. I don't think this was bad acting. I think it was an actor being a person pretending to be someone else and letting that come across to us. Now that we go back and rewatch things and realize, oh, Emma was fully aware of what was going on and she was trying to hide the truth. So maybe she put on this whole mask of who she was as the dark one. I think of what was going on in Camelot and Jennifer Morrison's acting in Camelot, her struggles and such. I think that was great acting. And TV Fanatic says, new character Merida also turned out to be a disappointment. The series has lost its way somewhere along the line, and it now feels as if the writers have no outline and are just making it up as they go. Robert Carlyle's Mr. Gold was once a treat to watch, but the back and forth between good and evil is just getting old. At least Lana Perea is still excellent. Well, you know what? That's one thing I can agree on with TV Fanatic. Lana Perea is still excellent. And so are, I think, several of the other characters in Once Upon a Time and uh, the cast members and the production team and the crew. Now, on the flip side of that, on Entertainment Weekly or EW.com, they posted an article by Natalie Abrams saying ABC boss thinks that Once Upon a Time has a, quote, long and bright future, unquote. 
The article starts off saying, even though Once Upon a Time will be heading to hell come March, ABC boss Paul Lee says the future is, quote, bright, unquote, for the fairy tale drama. And a little bit later in the article, Paul Lee says, those guys are so inventive. You know these great shows with strong franchises. They ebb and flow as you go through. And I do think Once Upon a Time has a good future. I do like the show. I know after some of our recent podcast episodes, some people think that we're hating on the show and we don't like Once Upon a Time or stuff like that. But I do like the show. I think it's got good production, good writing, great music, uh, some great plot points and great actors and actresses in the show. I'm looking forward to it. And I think I do now agree with our friends Jeff and Colleen Roney from Once Upon a Time fan podcast, that there is probably another whole season for Once Upon a Time after this. So it will probably have six seasons. My thinking for that is based similarly on my thinking for why I thought season five or season four previously was going to be the last season. I was basing that on storyline, and I continue to base that idea, not a wish, not an announcement. I don't have insider information, but it's an idea or a theory that uh, a certain season may be the last one based on storyline. I can't see season five being the intentional last season of Once Upon a Time because it doesn't feel like there's all that much of an end game now with season five, or at least that they're not setting up for that big end game, the big finale of season five being the last season for Once Upon a Time. I could see them maybe deciding that season six would be the final season. And that's uh, where we could then see a new storyline or a couple new storylines that do move us toward a, a final finale for this series. And the, the big war, the big whatever it is, some big plot point or something big that will be a great finale to the series. But right now, I don't see that coming. So that makes me think there is an additional season. Uh, before, I know earlier in season five, I was thinking this would be the end of Once Upon a Time based on where the story was going and what they were setting up. Clearly, or well, I can't say clearly, but it looks like I was wrong, and I'm happy to be wrong about that because I'd be happy to see Once Upon a Time continue. Jared, what do you think? Yeah, I totally agree with the TV fanatic thing. I mean, I tried calling them and emailing them. I mean, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, one four B and now five A does not qualify a TV show as Once Upon a, as a as a bad season. You know, you look at all the shows on that list. Blood and Oil is one of them. One of the ratings were. Dead Man Walking, that, I told them all over the phone, you know, that qualifies as a bad show. And Once Upon a Time keeps getting ratings and all these viewers, and we're talking about it right now. I mean, that's not a bad show or a war show. Yeah, viewership may be down, but I believe last I heard is it's still the highest rated drama on Sunday night, certainly the highest rated drama in that time slot among all or the highest watched drama in that time slot among all of the other networks. And uh, there's a lot of business that can be made from this for Disney because you look at Disney properties, uh, Marvel, they've got ABC, uh, they have all of the Disney movies, they now have Star Wars. And 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ties in with Marvel. That ties in with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all of that stuff. There's all of that profit to be made from that whole universe. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. looks like it could have a strong future. And on the more family-focused side, there's Once Upon a Time, mm-hmm. which ties in with all of the fairy tale stories. And now they have a lot of permission to tie in whatever stories they want to, really. They could tie in Star Wars. I don't want to see that, but they could do it. But um, <laughs> who, do, who does? <laughs> so they can tie this in with all of these things. And you know it's helping Disney that when people watch Once Upon a Time, they probably decide, oh, I want to watch Snow White and the Seven Dwarves again. Hey, look, I only have it on VHS. Let's go buy it on Blu-ray. Or they want to buy these uh, other memorabilia from Disney franchises because they realize that they love the Disney movies. Or there's this Once Upon a Time stuff coming out, too, that the people, the passionate fans are owning, like T-shirts or like uh, Mm -hmm. action figures or books or all of that stuff. So I think that... If for no other reason, Disney would want to keep the show going because it helps Disney's business, even though ratings may seem to be down at certain points. And ratings, really, the rating system is broken. Uh, A lot of, I can't remember where I heard this, so I can't give accurate stats, but some company recently said if they wait until a certain number of days after the show airs on TV, and then they factor in all of the internet views, I think they said usually the ratings or viewership numbers would double because a lot of people nowadays are cord cutters uh, or similar, and they're watching online. Yeah. How do you watch? Do you watch live on TV or do you watch it online? I, I watch it live on TV. I'm like live tweeting and I'm... yeah. yeah I'm, I'm doing multiple things. Yeah. And even though people record it and still watch it, that that counts as ratings too. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how these TV fanatics say, oh yeah, the worst show of 2015. I mean, seriously, people are stupid. (laughs) Well, you know, the way it works is I think some of these people will come to a TV show and unless you are as into it as you and I and several others are, you really don't get it. And you might look at the TV show and think, this is ridiculous. But you really have to know the history behind it. I mean, even when I first heard about Once Upon a Time, I thought, fairy tale characters in the modern world? That sounds kind of silly. But my expectations for the show were blown away when I first started watching the show. And I still hold that hope and still hold on to what I love about the show. And that's why I continue to watch and continue to podcast about it. Same here. I mean, that's how it's portrayed. When, when I tell my friends to keep watching it, they're like, no, we don't have the time. I mean, I mean, I tell, tell them about you guys. And uh, I'm like, yeah, we don't want to watch it. I mean, I mean, I try to spin it that way too. I mean, it's the fairy tales we know all knew grew up with just as, as in the modern day. Jay said in the chat room, TV fanatic needs to watch more TV shows if they think it is the worst. (laughs) Yeah, probably true. Jay, I agree. I mean, that's why I keep calling them. I I wanted to know why they thought of that way. I mean, yes, I agree with you, Daniel. Miriam, you know, is is the the way they brought Zelina back was totally shocking. It was not grown worthy. Merida and the Camelot story may be brought up again. Who knows? But it's just stupid <laughs> yeah i i think i agree with uh 
your thoughts there on what TV Fanatic was saying. So thanks again, Jared, for joining me for this little bit of the conversation. By the way, I'll have the links to both of those articles, the TV Fanatic article, where you can be one of the nearly 200 people commenting on that article to set them straight. Or I'll also share the Entertainment Weekly article with you. And those will be in the show notes for this episode of the podcast over at oncepodcast.com slash 227. Now, this podcast would not be possible without your support. So for this episode, I want to thank Lisa Slack, David Newland, DJ Firewolf, and our 29 heroes who are backing us on Patreon. Thank you very much. You are heroes to this podcast. You keep the podcast going even during this time of hiatus to be able to pay for the hosting expenses of the website, of the media, of buying things like Gallivant. We'll buy that so we can review it and bring you a review of Gallivant pretty soon. So Side note, send us your feedback on Galvant, so we'll try to incorporate that into our upcoming podcast as well. These things do cost, and they continue to cost, so we really appreciate your support episode after episode, month after month. If you'd like to support the podcast and be a hero to the podcast as well, please go to oncepodcast.com slash hero. And again, thank you, Lisa, David, DJ, and our 29 heroes on Patreon. We couldn't do this without you. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you. That's at oncepodcast.com slash hero. And thank you very much for your support. And our last guest for the episode is Jessica. Jessica, thank you very much for joining us. Hi. This is exciting. So what are your thoughts about Once Upon a Time? Uh, I'm really excited. I just listened to like, there was a panel at Heroes versus Villains. And so someone like had the audio. And so I listened to that. So I got really excited for the upcoming half season and just thinking and speculating because I'm a huge like Captain Swan person. I'm so worried and so scared. <laughs> but well, I'm excited because I love seeing Emma's journey throughout like the whole series. And I feel like season four was like her maybe like, I guess, teenage years and her like learning magic. And then like, this was kind of like it culminating in a way. And like now she's like an adult. Hmm. And I don't know, I don't want Hook to actually be dead because he's like the one person that said, don't worry, I'll never die on you. Because, like, she deserves, like, ugh. But it can't happen, like, if we want the show to continue, like, can't be so easy. <laughs> well, if they were going to kill Hook, I think the way they did it was beautiful. A wonderful death. <laughs> I mean, yes, I know a lot of people are like, no, horrible that he died. But I'm saying for a death of a character, beautiful. That dead isn't dead, like we were saying earlier, that's the thing that does bother me. But that they're going to the underworld to try to bring Hook back tells me they're going to bring Hook back. So I don't think you have much to worry about there. If they were going to kill Hook, I would have rather them just have done it and not had the rest of this, like rest of the end of the episode. And just so so like we could all have closure. But knowing that they're going to the underworld, I'm like, okay, we're going to see him again. Like, I know how TV works. (laughs) Like, I feel like they're going to at least give us closure. So that's what I want. Although I rewatched the um, episode, the last season finale. And there was like a lot of like the one where everything's flipped. And that one always makes me laugh because it's just like the random jokes they throw in. of like evil snow and everything. But um, like with Hook dying, I was like, oh, what if they plan this the whole time? Like so much foreshadowing. There is, I do hope we see... I know a lot of times, like on the podcast, like 
another thing is that people are like, well, what happened to Camelot? What happened to all those people? Or um, like Lily. So I'm hoping that after this next half season, some of those answers will like be called back to. And so we can like go back and rewatch the season and be like, oh, okay. It's not just like a half season thing. Like things are going to like go throughout the whole season. So that's what I'm interested in too. Right. And they can't always follow every single story that they set up and they can't give us resolution on every single thing. Sometimes the resolution simply comes in a single sentence that kind of brushes it under the rug. And there are many examples of that in Once Upon a Time, as well as many other TV shows. And they might do that with Camelot, with Lily, um, with everything else that's left unanswered. Yeah. Is there someone in particular you're looking forward to seeing in the underworld besides Hook? Um, Maybe Peter Pan. I mean, I know I could always say like Balefire, but I'm just not even going to, if he shows up, that would be like a Zelina is alive moment. And I would, I would just be like, Oh my God, surprise, shock. But, um, I would probably say Peter Pan because as much as he made me hate the story of Peter Pan, the actor, so I was like, you're so evil. I, I can't, I would love it. Just actually, uh, maybe. Yeah. Peter Pan. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Cool. Or Cora. But only if, like, she has a scene with Zelina, because that'd be nice. I don't know if I'd want that to be good, or if I'd want it to be, like, oh, I hate you. Yeah, but they've not set it up so that they could have that. Because if Zelina is in Oz, then she'd have to die to be sent to the underworld, which then that raises all kinds of questions. How did Zelina die and and other stuff that they may not want to dig into? But that would be really cool to see them talk. Yeah, so that was the only thing about her going to Oz. I was like, really? But, damn. <laughs> so, but, I mean, I, I don't know if she's still a series regular or anything, but that'd be, there's always. Well, thank you very much, Jessica, for joining us. I really appreciate that. And uh, someone in the chat said, Jessica deserves a once super fan award. And, yeah, I think Jessica would get that award. We've got a lot to look forward to and a lot, I think, still coming with the show a lot of surprises and i'm really looking forward to the return of once upon a time this has been a fun conversation and i really appreciate everyone who participated in this i know we had some tech problems that prevented some people from joining i really wanted to get them involved but the technology just wasn't working for them to be able to participate and we had several people watching live and participating through the chat room. So big thanks to everyone. Big thanks to you. We have our Once Podcast forums over at oncepodcast.com where you can continue the conversation and start any conversation you want about Once Upon a Time, just keeping it clean there. And there are places you can go to talk about spoilers as well. That's at oncepodcast.com slash forums. All of our contact information is over at oncepodcast.com. We'd love to have your thoughts and theories on Gallivant, on Once Upon a Time, and especially when Once Upon a Time returns. Get ready for it, March 6th. You'll hear from us again before the return of Once Upon a Time because we'll be talking about Gallivant. We'll be talking about more of our thoughts about what's coming in Once Upon a Time. So remember to go to oncepodcast.com slash t-shirts to check out and order a Once Upon a Time t-shirt. Do that between January 27th and 31st to get a discount on that t-shirt. And when you visit that link, that does help support the podcast as well. And we'd love to hear from you in our coming episodes of the podcast. 
Please share this episode with your friends and family. And the best way that you can do that is by going to oncepodcast.com slash 227 and click on those sharing buttons to tweet it, to share it on Facebook, Reddit, Google+, Pinterest, all of those places. We would really appreciate it. Please connect with us on Twitter at Once Podcast, and I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle, and you can connect with all of our other hosts over at OncePodcast.com, and in the sidebar are the links to all of the other Twitter handles for our, our other hosts. The rest of the cast of our podcast will be back for upcoming episodes and certainly back for the return of Once Upon a Time. But until next time, have a happy ever after, and thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our heroes for making this episode of the podcast possible. If you'd like to be one of them and keep the podcast going, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash hero. And thank you for your support.